Welcome to the Transition Strategy. I am your host, Natalie Holloway, and this podcast is designed to help you learn about ways that you can plan your transition from defense. I talk to ex-serving members about their transitions. I talk to veteran-run organizations, but I'm also going to speak to experts in areas such as finance, psychology, business coaching, housing, and much, much more. I will also do some solo episodes where I bring all this information together for you to help you with learning how to plan your transition. So tune in and I really hope you enjoy today's episode. All right. So hello, everyone. I have Isabel here who is um, going to be talking to us about how to prepare and get ready for job interviews. But first, I wanted to let you all know who Isabel is because she is a wonderful human, um, but she's also a multifaceted entrepreneur who is passionate about combining the passion for creation, skills, and technology. She is also the CEO of the Dashboard Online and the founder of Women-Owned Startups and the Startup Setup. So welcome, Isabel. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi, so Nat. I- <laughs> I think it would be good for us to kind of explain how we know each other. So we met back in, what, 2010? 2010, yes. When you slid into my DMs to say, hey, we're posting to the same area as each other. You remember that? Yeah, you were still in Queensland. I was living in Sydney. We were just about to go. We were just about to move to our first posting. Yes. And I was like, hey... (laughs) We, we should be friends. We should be friends. <laughs> we should hang out because we will be moving to a place where we don't know anyone, which was yeah, true. It was very true. Very true. Yeah. And we would help each other or like give ourselves motivation to do the packing for our move as well. <laughs> Remember that? God, it was, it was like seeing your life put in little boxes. Mm-hmm. But then the first move wasn't really as tidy as the second, third or any other move, but seeing your life put into these bags and boxes and you embark on this new kind of like chapter yeah it's like whoa so dms it is and there were no sliding into dms back then this was probably the first slide it was it was the first slide. (laughs) the first slide what an institution yeah (laughs) but yes we met we met in 2010 before we actually met in person which was great especially moving into a new area a new a new life definitely a new life and then we first met at Kapuka at the boys march out, uh, march out yep which was also pretty it was exciting because it was exciting to see them march out but it was also exciting to put a face to this person yeah that I was talking to online for so long <laughs> but it's like so that march out you know crowded lots of people and mm-hmm. there was that bit where they got released <laughs> got yeah. released um after the march out where you could meet them and you know yeah give them a hug and things like that it was like they met richie there because i saw mm-hmm. their photo when they went to canberra yes when richie when they all had their buzz cuts and yeah. their massive and suits, suits. <laughs> yes. and it was like yeah. oh okay these are the people and yeah and then march out and then suddenly we're you know living in five degree winters yes it was so cold and i was not prepared for it coming from queensland i remember yeah. being 
So in context, in context, we all <laughs> moved to Wodonga. If you don't know yeah. where Wodonga is, it's at the foot of Mount Beauty, where mm -hmm. winters would be less than five degrees, a negative five degrees yeah. sometimes, and that would be like a shock to the system. Yes. Yeah. Next to the ski fields, your car is mm -hmm. frozen. Yeah. Your heart is frozen. Everything was just a shock. <laughs> Unlike you said, coming from. It was coming from yeah. Queensland. But even yeah. Sydney, it's cold, but it, yeah. it's not as cold as down there. Like down yeah. there, it's like ice. Um, yeah, so that was in 2010, March out, and then... Yeah, and then we were in Albury for... We were there for, uh, what, about two years or so? Um, we were there for two and a half from first posting, and then we left in 2013, around um, yeah. about Easter time. Yeah, and we left before we. I think we would have left around Christmas time. I think twenty hmm, twelve. Yeah, because oh, I had I had Aliana no. August of twenty twelve. So you would have left twenty eleven then. then. Yeah, twenty eleven. Yeah. Um, because we got married up in. Exactly. Yeah, we got married in twenty twelve. So we would have yeah. moved up there in twenty eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole, um, that whole timeline is like, it's a blur, but there's so many, many memories in that blur. So many good memories. Yeah. So many good memories. And ones that um, we want to forget. Of. Yeah, that true. Mm. But we were like a big family yeah. away from home to support each other. Yeah. And it wasn't just, yeah, there was the food, mm -hmm. the going out, but then what I really And learned, the high tea parties. You remember doing those? High tea parties. <laughs> like, guys, let's get our culture on. Yeah. How funny. And, How and funny we, were we? We'd have like the little cakes and the sandwiches. That was yeah. so much fun. Because it was, um, we did the Cancer Council Daffodil Day yes. tea party thing. And, yeah. you know, loved it. It was like just something out of the normal, which our normal mm -hmm. was, of course, yeah. the going out and then the games. And going to the same places in a yes. little country town, of course. But what I was saying is like it wasn't. It wasn't just the food. It wasn't you know just the whole the activities that we did. When mm -hmm. you are in this defense life, you build your own family. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like getting Lego blocks. Yes, you know that's the piece. Okay, put that piece on because like you don't have any option. Like yeah. that's really hard thing to say but like you make do yes of the the community that's because that's where you guys all you're all put in there but the best thing mm -hmm. about it is there's someone there yeah so you adjust yourself this goes out to like everyone in this life or you're about to go in this life you're about to transition into defense life and as the partner you're not on base your no. partner you Stay home. You go to Spotlight. That's what we did. Yes. And we'd buy and Kmart. <laughs> um, but you, it's not like I'm making do, though. That's like, you know, a bit too much to say. But you yeah. find a way to adjust yourself to fit into this new life. Thus, okay, how do you make friends? How do you find a job? Which, of course, this topic is. But you yeah. adjust yourself so that you don't feel lonely. Mm -hmm. You make yeah. memories of the time you have there. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't do that reaching out, it can be a very lonely, lonely time. Oh, yeah. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out. Reach out. Yeah. And that was yeah. the best 
thing I think that we did that we were mm-hmm. our own little unit and we had our own little activities, which it involved, you know, winery walkabouts and or like the movies or yes, like just and like the trips to Beechworth and stuff yeah. like that too to go get the beastings because they you know, do the best beastings. Oh my god, those um, things! If you're in Wodonga, guys, go up the hill, get a beasting, shove it into your face, and you'll be thanking us later. <laughs> And the, the lolly shop next to it, but yes, yeah. it's still there. Wow, yeah, wow. Like that's my daughter was born in Wodonga, so that will be forever. You know, a really and, big part. Yeah, and your son as well. Yeah, like yes, yeah, and we live there. That's, but it's you. You reach out to people mm-hmm. every you know every posting. Really, it's like a new life. <laughs> yes. It is, yeah. and it's and it's um, you know meeting new people and learning how to fit in with those people yeah. too because everyone's from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I I've had postings where I've had friends that are in their fifties because that's what was available at that time <laughs> to be friends with. But mm. I wouldn't change it because yeah. it's just that supportive network. It doesn't yeah. matter the age. Yeah. It's just cultivating those connections yeah and yeah when we moved to country victoria um you guys were kids we were we were little babies still Mm. yeah i was like i was looking at all of you i'm like brave yes you were definitely like a little bit of a mother hen yes (laughs) (laughs) the mother hen still the mother hen um but it was so inspirational to see you know yeah like the young ones took a step Mm. into a life that they know nothing of into you know running a household that's one yes trying to make a living finding jobs doing this doing that like all in one go pet owner (laughs) pet owner (laughs) yes there was like a time we all bought dogs (laughs) yes Yes, and then remember that trip down to the Great Ocean Road yes. with both Cooper and Buster? Buster. In the back seat of the car, sand everywhere. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's – that was – I still have a photo of Cooper running down the beach mm-hmm. um, from when we went. But it was like, all of a sudden, everyone bought puppies. Like, okay. Like, literally everyone. There was one of the guys – like bought a puppy but left it with me. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. okay. So you just adopted a puppy? Yeah. And at one point, I kid you not, at one point there were like five dogs in our house. Jesus. One I was looking, three I was looking after, and the one that was left with me all the time. Sometimes Buster mm-hmm. would be over as well, and yes. it's like. <laughs> At one point, there was like five. I'm trying to pull that off in this life now, but like it's less likely. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I know what to do. But that's I know like how to look after. I know them. how to look at five of them. Five of them. But it's like it's that. That's what makes that experience. You know, those little snippets. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and all those memories that you get from it. Yeah, I was the unofficial kennel of. 
of Inogra. Mm -hmm. uh, not Inogra, sorry. Of um, where are we? Not Wodonga. What base were we? North. Um, no. No, they were at Lachi. No, yes. Lachi I remember. Oh, do you remember when Jake's car caught on fire and I had to go pick up Richie and Jake? Oh, the black one? Yeah. No. The black on their way one. to work? Yeah, on their way to work one day, it caught on fire, and then they couldn't get to work, so they called me to come and pick them up and take them to work. Because I didn't that? drive, yeah, I didn't drive. <laughs> City girl no. didn't drive, so I had to get early because the car caught on. But that actual car actually did catch on fire, like down the track. Again. Yeah, and it was the for everything. Yeah, I know someone bought it, and it. <laughs> oh wow! See, to be experience so these are the <laughs> the set and forget <laughs> um but really it did help with cultivating <laughs> what will yeah. soon be a novel no <laughs> <laughs> it will be our life story it's our memoir yes yes <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> but i <laughs> disclaimers <With>, um... <laughs> But with um, with that, like you were talking about the jobs and yeah. trying to find a job and set us up in terms of that financial piece. Yeah. Um, I know that you probably remember this, but the struggle of doing that and the difficulty because they could spot us military spouses from a mile away. Yes. And the short time of being there, uh, they just didn't want to yeah. have anything to do with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which was fair, like for a business it, mm. to onboard a new employee does cost a business. You know, they have to 100%. set up your, like your workstation, your super, your, mm -hmm. yeah, like there's a few things. And then they have to allocate time for an existing employee to teach you things. So mm -hmm. it costs a lot for them and their return on investment, obviously, they have to consider mm -hmm. that before they actually employ someone. And like you said, a mile away, they know. Mm -hmm. They would ask you trick questions. I've been asked for trick questions. Yeah, um, same. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, what are you trying to do? So it is yeah. a struggle to kind of like not just find a job but get an interview, especially yeah. if your resume says like you are from a thousand k's away. What are you doing yeah. in a little country town? Yes. And I guess you and I um... – spoke about that a fair bit and you helped coach me in how to answer those questions because yeah. as a newbie I had no idea what to do yeah. and I like I know I found that helpful yeah which is good thank you yeah but I guess one thing that I do want to help because I know that we know it from a military spouse point of yeah. view but also for those defense members who are transitioning out mm. it may be their very first time of having an interview as well yeah which is yeah crazy yeah. to think especially, about especially especially if you've joined the defense force when you just turned 18 yeah I mean, and that's the life you've had for the, like the last 12 years and then you you know you've done your six you do another six and then you want to mm -hmm. transition out or it's kind of unexpected and oh. you've had that like yeah. a physical injury and then you're yeah. kind of After being a med discharge or yeah yeah and having to kind of scramble and figure out how you're going to support yourself financially yeah, Wait, oh, where always, that pressure. Yeah, always like always trying to figure out if you're trying to figure out what's next, mm -hmm. what your next move would be. There's so many things to consider. Mm -hmm. Obviously, family. Yeah, 
<laughs> capability. Yeah. Then you have to sit in front of someone who's going to tell you if you're good enough for the job or, you know, mm-hmm. and then be yeah. kind of like, I think, not judged, but mm-hmm. someone sits there and if you see fit, if you're fit for a mm-hmm. particular role, you've already yeah. been assessed if you're fit in the last 12 years. Yeah, yeah. And Every I guess, Tuesday like, and Thursday, <laughs> and early in but, the morning. <laughs> but also when you do it right, like that very first time meeting the person that's interviewing you, you have to make such a good impression and you get this yeah. small window to really market yourself. Yeah. And if you're not confident in there, they're not going to yeah. probably want to take it any further. Yeah. And here's a first impression thing. Um, mm. Back in the day, I don't know if you've heard the whole it takes seven seconds to form a first impression. Yes. It's not but that anymore. Oh, yeah, really? so, yeah, explain it, context. Um, when you meet someone in that first seven seconds, they will look at you, see how mm-hmm. you present yourself. Then you, mm-hmm. they hear your voice, check your handshake. So in that seven seconds, they could literally have an opinion about you. Yep. And, of course, that transfers on to what kind of questions they will ask you if mm-hmm. These questions are, you know, leading questions onto another topic. You would mm-hmm. know that they want to know more about you. But then you'll notice if these questions are just so blunt, short, oh, okay, my chances are mm-hmm. down. Yeah. So these days, it's not seven anymore. It's less than yeah. half. Wow. It's, it's so quick. It's because everyone can be reached socially, uh, social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. You have LinkedIn, which access your digital resume and mm-hmm. you have all your social media there that you know with um, Instagram having the blue tick that's your real name there they can search you before they even they could know your life and what you do on weekends mm-hmm. where you're from when did you pack up and move yeah why are you moving where have you been where have you been why were you only 18 yeah. months there what are you gonna say for that like mm-hmm. you cannot like we were quite lucky that we did mm-hmm. get away in terms of employment with some situations. Um, not that we bullshitted our way through, but no, no, but but we, we it wasn't quite as high ends in terms yeah. of people who were hiring at that time looking at your social media yeah. to find out, yeah, because there was nothing, yeah, because there was nothing. It's like cats or dogs or something, and like a few, not and a few photos. Not club photos, like and. <laughs> really bad Instagram filter Um, and Facebook had you know like Facebook has the privacy or all Mm -hmm. that but now you could literally you could be found anywhere and they're clever Mm -hmm. these days with um, with like the what they call recruitment agencies and yes it's not that they're trying to be sneaky but they're also trying to safeguard themselves which is fair Um, but yeah the less than 3.5 3.5 seconds because they're mm-hmm. already when they receive your resume they check everything you know if your skills experience and all that then jumping mm-hmm. on socials and to see what kind of lifestyle do you lead because yeah. then you are going to be a representative of that brand mm-hmm. you're going to be servicing their clients so of course yeah. they'll mark those things and it's just how it works yeah. so it's your choice to kind of like and also you take the precaution to you know if you're 
you know, Batman at night and Bruce during the day, you would have to kind of like do manage that the best mm-hmm. you can. Um, but that's yeah. the first impressions thing. It's so quick these days mm-hmm. that yeah. you want to put your best foot forward, especially if you are looking at helping out uh, your family. Of course, you're going to help your family. But <laughs> yeah. if you are looking for a job in a new place or mm-hmm. in that moment of transitioning, both yeah. in if you're in defense, going on to CV or mm-hmm. the other way around. Yeah. So you, things to consider. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I guess with that, like, if you are at that spa- space where you are looking for jobs, going through your social media and making sure that nothing in there is going to be a red flag for a mm-hmm. potential employer, like, being very careful <laughs> about yeah. your views on things as well yeah. and the things that yeah. you share, yeah. it's important. Not saying yeah. that you don't uphold your values or anything mm. like that, but this this other quote said, dress for the job you want, which of yep. course is, you know, when you rock up to interviews, but it's not just dressing, you know. Mm-hmm. You, can't, yep. you can't go into a role. Um, mm-hmm. For example, this is a supervisor role if you act, like a data entry person mm, mm-hmm. go in there and do that interview as a supervisor a, hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Or, show that leadership and yeah. the way that you help yeah. guide people yeah. so be that person of course that reflects on you know yeah if you're a supervisor if you're a manager if you're an area manager is this the lifestyle is this the content mm-hmm. that you support things like yeah. that yeah and of course you know if you're in the defense force, if your partner's in the defense force, mm-hmm. be you know, be a representative of the country. Yeah. <laughs> that way as well. So yeah, just yeah. Check yourself thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um so for yourself, you know how you huh. said that we dress for the interview, like for the job that we want? Yeah. Yes. Do you wanna like, is there any tips or hints or things that you would recommend for people? Because I guess sometimes it can be confusing, right? Even yeah. you and I had some of those conversations where I was yeah. like, I don't know how to present for this job because I'd be going yeah. for a retail position, but I'm used to going for admin type stuff. And the yeah. way that you present for a retail is very different to how you present for admin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tricky when... Like you're from a different, another industry into another industry. It's mm-hmm. like, example, my partner, he he does a lot of software um, mm-hmm. builds. And one of his roles you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, are you wearing that? And he's like, this is what they all wear. Then I was like, that is weird to me. You know what I mean? Like to yeah. me, coming from a corporate background in you know mm-hmm. in the big smoke there in sydney everyone was in black and walking like chopsticks mm-hmm. like that and yeah. everyone was dressed no color no work it was like that mm-hmm. so to yeah. me the standard is different from another industry's standard and then obviously in retail you wear what you're selling and then mm-hmm. in construction you have all the safety gear on and all that 
But that's when you go to the job. It's different from when you want to get the job. Yeah. Um, a few things about presenting yourself mm -hmm. for job interviews. I think that's to sum it up. Um, how do you present yourself in job interviews? Because mm -hmm. when you go through that door, that's, you know, 0.5 seconds. Right? Yeah. You want to be neat. That's the first thing. Because employers want to see that you take care of yourself. There's a level yeah. of trust there that they go, okay, this person takes care of themselves. We will take care of our clients. It's almost like that pride piece too. Like yeah. if you take pride in your appearance, then you're going to take pride in your work. It's yeah. like that ripple effect yeah. into other areas. Yeah, exactly. It's because yeah. um, it's the whole like getting ready is, take it from me, getting ready is a hard task. Mm -hmm. Some days it's just, no, well, mate, no. But... <laughs> But you I have, have to do <laughs> I have set things. <laughs> it's like, where am I going today? What day is it? Yeah. You know? But yeah. having kind of like stepping back and saying, okay, getting ready and this is what I'm gonna wear to make because this is the impression I want to get. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, I in the top, I in the dress. A collar mm -hmm. is always a good idea. It never yeah. goes out of style. Ever. Mm -hmm. It would be a collar and a shirt, collar and a jacket, a blazer, mm -hmm. both men and women. Yeah. It's, you know, like just that clean, clean lines, ironed, mm -hmm. neat, clean yeah. shoes. Obviously, you're not going to have your steel caps with mud on them. Yeah. I know everyone gets given RM Williams. Wear those. Yes. Yes. Clean. <laughs> yes, clean. Clean. The shiny Polish ones. Them. Yeah, the ones that you wear after fives. Um, you know, like just clean shoes is always a good, it's a it's a giver of information. Who wants to have an employee that has dirty shoes? No one. Because then you walk around the office and leave mud everywhere. No one wants that. This may sound cliche, but very, very true. Um, yeah. And of course, your facial appearance, neat hair, like, mm. It doesn't matter how long your hair is, man, bun, whatnot, just clean. Wash your face. It's always good. Mm -hmm. And I know that when it comes to makeup or anything that's added onto the face, like it doesn't have to be full glam and fake lashes. Or if that's your go, then that's the go. Mm -hmm. But a clean face that looks like there's blood going through your veins is favorable. Um <laughs> Yeah, because obviously, if, especially if you're doing front of house or, you know, mm -hmm. a reception or you deal with clients, you are the representative of that brand. So the best foot forward, the best face forward is mm -hmm. always, always favorable. So yeah. at that interview, they you go in and the employer goes, oh, this is what our clients will see. This is what our yeah. clients will experience. Like that's a massive plus for you. It is, it is. And also with, with that, like with the hair thing, if you're the type of person that doesn't normally wear your hair down and if that's going to annoy you and you're going to play with it the whole interview, yeah. chuck it up. Like yeah. you don't need to wear your hair down for yeah. it because if you're going to distract by playing with your hair, yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. not worth it. It's just those little movements, you know. Yeah. Um, wear something comfy. Don't squeeze into that thing. Not worth it. No. If you squeeze, you can't breathe, you pass out, interview is not finished. Can you imagine? 
Plus, they're going to be able to tell from your body language that you're not yeah. comfortable. And then they have to call triple O because you're passed out on the floor. <laughs> like, that's yeah. another thing for them to deal. You will not be hired. Um, <laughs> or you'll definitely be remembered. <laughs> you'll definitely be remembered. But this, because those choices that you make leading up to this opportunity that you have, it's not only for you to look at, it's for them because that business is going to look at you and all they can think about is their growth as well. Yeah, like, and how you're going to fit in with the team. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 So, you know, dress yourself, your appearance, mm-hmm. your words, get ready. Like, um, how do you sound? Check how you sound. How do you say mm-hmm. things? Um, and, of course, down if you need more help, there are interview coaches Yes. As well. Definitely. One session can change a lot. Change you a lot. Yeah. And preparing for interviews, like Mm. with the interview questions, they'll always ask you like the behavioral type ones. Yeah. So learn how to answer behavioral questions because when you put on the spot and you stumble over it, Mm. it may not set a very good example, but there's YouTube videos. I, I may actually link some in the show notes. But yeah. there's YouTube videos on how to, I think it's a star method yeah. of answering behavioral questions and just have yeah. a have a few up your sleeve of yeah. examples that you can just pull out. In context, star. Mm. Mm. Um, it's like, oh, I'm going to give the, the meaning. Oh, yes. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, so <laughs> a quick star, I'm just going to do a quick Google. But um, yeah. I've, I've done, well, that loads. Um, I've done a few interviews in my lifetime, and this is from a few different industries as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also not like a podcast is kind of like an interview um, yeah. where you have to do the star thing where it's situation, task, action, result. Look at us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I know that one of the things that um, on, on our list in this topic is yeah. the questions. So the star method, like, of course, behavioral, like you said, they're going to see yeah. how they want to know what that situation was. And mm-hmm. they want to know what task you had to do for that situation or what mm-hmm. task did you do to resolve that situation. And then action yeah. is how you handled all that or what movements did you do and the result. And the behavioral questions are things like, for example, like um, when was a time that you handled a difficult customer and how did you approach that? Like those types of questions. Yeah. Or was there a time where you had, I don't know, a difficult teammate and, or like a yeah. co-worker and how did you handle that situation? In my last yeah. um, interview, this is like a couple, few years ago now. I don't know. Yeah. When I got asked that question, my shoulders were like, oh, my God. No, <laughs> not this one again. Yeah. Then I have to remember every single thing. I've used the defense force, the defense life, as mm-hmm. an example mm-hmm. one day. It's like yeah. I was chucked into this town, did not know anyone need to find a job. I'm like, it wasn't a difficult, it wasn't a difficult work situation because I didn't have work (laughs) yep but you know and then what was the task that I had to do and what actions did I have to do and what was the result Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like yeah so using kind of like 
the past. Yeah, and I think you made a really good point with that, though, is that sometimes you don't have to have it as a specific work example. Like, I know one time they asked me a question and I couldn't find a specific work example, so I used an example with my kids Mm. of how to handle difficult situations (laughs) because there's definitely difficult situations with them. Um, (laughs) There's an example every day. (laughs) So it was like, I was like, okay, I can do that. and. It can be anything. They just want to see how you handle these situations. They're just trying to look at your problem solving or your ability to communicate with other people. Like there's key points that they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think like at the end of the day, what they're after is how you communicate, clear and concise, of course. You're not going to take them back to like, Oh, there was this day. <laughs> it can be it was a Tuesday. Like it, it's just a summarization. <laughs> just like clear and concise is mm-hmm. best. Just remember this business is allocated a certain time out of their day for you mm-hmm. to come in, for you to impress them so they can so you can help them with the, the business. Um, yeah. yeah, don't go well, don't consider going on a tangent about, you know one-time event camp situation if that's even like that's a flashback isn't it um (laughs) so yeah just a clear and concise answers um when it comes to behavioral questions like you said um Mm -hmm. the star method when you recall that and when they ask about you tell me about yourself Mm -hmm. i have five cats (laughs) that's yeah what no, no. Um, I did try and consider, you know, putting something funny in there the whole way through. But mm-hmm. if they ask you, tell me about you, do an 80%, 80-20 ratio where 80% is your experience as well. Like I have always use the whole where I started up to where I am now kind of Mm -hmm. answer. I started as a mailroom girl Mm -hmm. where I would open envelopes and stamp today's date in smack bang in the middle of Sydney. So from the mailroom girl, then I moved up to lodging, like being an admin lodging claims for this insurance firm and then Mm -hmm. moved to the next and then moved to the next. So, and then obviously the 20%, you can say, and on the weekends, um, I take my dog out for kayaking. I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> that was just an example. I can just imagine him sitting yeah. on the Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't even stand on the damn thing. Um, and it's like, a yeah, bit of like, yeah, a bit of your own personality yeah. in there because yeah. you want, like, I guess when we're talking about this, we are like, you're trying to sell yourself. But you also want to make sure that this is the right fit for you. For you as a person. Yeah. Like you don't want to completely, you know, it'd be like if you went on a date and you told the person that you liked hiking, but you absolutely hated hiking and you get put on. I hate hiking. (laughs) Like it's not, you're not doing yourself a service by not being who you really are, but trying to be professional when you're doing that. Yeah. Because then it will, you know, um, ripple effect as we mm-hmm. know 
you do a job that you don't like, you're not passionate about, you don't like the industry, it will your mental health's gonna be affected. Yeah. You'll resent that move, you'll resent that job and so on. And at the end of the day you're not gonna be happy. That's the no. worst thing. Yeah. So it's yeah. showing them yeah, the twenty percent of those questions be like, Hey, I also play um, team sports. Oh, team player. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do kayaking. What is this kayaking example? I don't <laughs> like kayaking. <laughs> or, but you know I what? Like animals. Yeah. Caring. Caring. But I said, I think I'm saying kayaking where I envision something like paddle boarding. See? Uh-huh. I don't know anything. So do I was you just. Do you do paddle boarding? No. Oh. <laughs> Never. No. I don't do ca- Not even small boats. <laughs> No, big boats, maybe small boats. No, um, I don't want to be taking Dramamine all the time. Uh, no, fair. see, it's a no for me. So, That's okay. <laughs> so yeah, the 20% thing is like you showing a little bit of your personality because in that business, obviously, there's going to be some team building stuff. You're going to be working mm-hmm. with a team, um, yep. just showcasing a little bit more of your personality. Mm-hmm. So that they go, oh, yeah, yeah, that person seems to be a right fit. We'll call her back. And if they think your personality doesn't fit, then they won't call you. So everyone saves themselves the trouble. Yeah. You know? Hmm. And it's okay if you don't get callbacks either. Oh, yeah. Like It's disheartening. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, when I've had times where I've, like, applied for many jobs and then you're not getting the momentum. And then you can get really hard on yourself, but there will be something out there for you and that, like, you just keep putting yourself out there. And every time you go for an interview is, like, a practice and the more confident you become with it as well, right? Yeah. And you kind of, like, do the process of elimination. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that didn't – I didn't get a call back that time. Maybe I said – I think because I said blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's the same role, just different businesses. And you assess yourself, um, because I said this as an example, maybe I will use a different one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So process of elimination. And with that, like if you don't get the job and if they let you know, sorry, you're unsuccessful, mm-hmm. ask them for feedback. Hmm. Like there's no harm to be like, hey, can you give me some feedback so I can do better next time? Or yeah. is there something that would make me stand out more in the future like I've had people actually from that because they've asked that question they've then found out why the person hasn't employed them but it's qualities that they do have and in that phone call the person's been able to remarket themselves Mm -hmm. and they've actually been offered a position see you just don't know so you need to ask because yeah. if you aren't getting the feedback, you can't, like, you can do the self-reflection, yeah. but if you can get the feedback as well, you can yeah. really tailor your ability to get those jobs. Yeah. When, yeah. when you think about it, um, when you do, when you get an interview, so mm-hmm. they call you to come in, that's one touch point, mm-hmm. and then, or they call you to do a prelim interview, mm-hmm. so yes. one first call prelim interview, another call for an in-person, come in for an in-person interview, mm-hmm. some random call if they do that, literally six mm-hmm. or seven. Yeah. 
touch points before you go in. And, and all of them are them like yeah. like tuning in and they're assessing. Yeah, it's so, also when you're waiting in the waiting room. Be yeah. nice to the receptionist. Yeah. If she asks you for a water, see how she is. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> like if she looks like yeah. she wants to give you a water, ask for a water. Because mm-hmm. you did walk, you know, 20 k to get to that interview. Yeah, what it feels but, like. But be polite to her or be yeah. polite to the security guard or whoever yeah. else is in there because they could be who that employer asks, hey, what did you think of this person? Mm. Yeah, they, What were they like yeah. before they came into my room? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. when you work there, when you end up working there, those are the first people you see every day. Mm-hmm. So, yep. and kindness, you know, it doesn't take yep. much to be kind, but it has a big impact. So take that into account and that goes that's also a part of like your presentation you're Mm -hmm. presenting yourself and when one of our notes here is like how do you mentally prepare yes like kindness is one yeah because you start off having like you know a more settled like you're you're well regulated Mm-hmm. going into that interview from the moment you step in yeah because the opposite of that is being frantic can you imagine the answers you're gonna have tell me about a situation ah. yes yes take some deep breaths have like calm yourself prepare like in terms of that preparing for the interview get there a little bit earlier not too early hmm. not you don't early. want to be waiting there for half an hour because like... that's gonna make them feel rushed yeah but giving yourself enough time to calm and relax and huh. get into it. Don't walk in smelling like cigarette smoke though. Oh gosh. No. Do like or try perfume. Smoke. Yeah. Don't, perfume's don't another one. Have a strong aftershave thing or yeah. while you don't because the person that's interviewing you, you don't know what allergies they have. So you don't want to be sitting across someone who's having like an allergy attack because your perfume had jasmine or something or your yeah. aftershave well we know that um men's aftershave is really really strong mm-hmm. so be considered on that day that yeah maybe just half a dose or a quarter of a dose just yeah. because interview rooms are quite small sometimes mm-hmm. yeah and yeah the smoke and the perfume you're not gonna get that job if it's if you're not giving your interviewee like a great experience yes um what about like is there other things that you can think of that would help build that confidence for the job interview um recall oh i've done this over time recall Mm. your skills Mm -hmm. skills and talents different two different things Mm -hmm. you know um have a mental list of that. Well, have the physical list, but preparing your brain for the interview. Write down a mental list of what your skills are and talents. Because mm-hmm. those. How would the, you define them? Well, skills are like sixty words. Mm-hmm. Talent is more like how do I for 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 myself like how do I solve this problem because. Every single person has a different way of solving the problem. My talent is to solve this mm-hmm. puzzle. So remember your skills because mm-hmm. I can type 
60, 80 words, 100 words per minute. Well, I can type 100 words per minute and I can solve this puzzle. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like t- singing is a talent, right? But putting together a run sheet for a singing competition is your skill. So yeah. that's kind of like the difference. So put a mental list of that because mm-hmm. you could pull that out of hat. Yes. In every question. Yeah. Like, tell us about your skills, blah, 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 blah. You know mm-hmm. that they've seen that on your resume. But yes. And but I think they... that's a really important thing is to make sure that you know your resume so that if they ask you questions you're not mirroring it but giving the same information that's in that resume oh yeah 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 and even if you have your resume made by someone else read it don't just attach it to your seek profile and off it goes (laughs) you know make sure you know it make sure you know it um and then you've actually done those skills like you've actually done those roles and the skills. It's so weird when someone has read your resume and they ask you a question and you answered something like so left field. Mm-hmm. Weird, weird, like red flag yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but do also practice. Definitely practice. practice. Um, see how you sound. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your phone would have a rec- recorder thing. Like a voice mm-hmm. memo thing. Um, yep. If if you're trying to build confidence on your own, that's a great tool to kind of like use or do a video recording of yourself so you see how you move. Mm-hmm. You could also see how your hands move and you don't want to be in the interview and kind of like... <laughs> like if you have a video recording, yeah, yeah, put, put that up and then so you can see how your gestures... And not, you're yeah. like not doing the octopus thing. You know? See if you do a lot of like fidgeting and stuff yes. like that too because it's highly distractible and it's going to yeah. be really yeah. <laughs> And it's just a little practice. It's not anything, you yeah, know. It's not big. Or get like a family member or something yeah. to ask you questions and you practice that way too because yeah. then they can give you feedback. Yeah. And there's always Google's your, you know, or mm. ChatGPT to say like give me 15 interview questions most likely asked interview questions in australia for admin role prompt it Mm -hmm. properly guys prompt it properly so yeah yeah, on chat gpt just say give me 15 interview questions for an administration role entry level in this industry in australia give you 15 answer that have a look at your gestures as i said but also be mindful of how fast you're talking because yes. nerves are sometimes <laughs> yes <laughs> but you also don't want to be so slow that they're falling asleep oh, yeah yeah so just <laughs> like, find that I mean, good pace yeah. that they will understand what you said because they are taking notes That's and when one. they ask you the question do you have any questions for me make sure you have some that you can just pull out Yes. Dinner. Like, yes. Don't stumble. Don't be like, I don't have any, Mm. because you you need to have some. You need to have some. Um, It's Mm -hmm. it's them checking if you're paying attention, if you're researched, or yeah, Mm -hmm. about the role or about the company. If you know who it is, sometimes they don't. Recruiters don't tell you 
what mm-hmm. business you're going to. You just rock up and go, oh, I had I had one. It's like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Rock up is like, oh, shit. Is it this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, ah. But also with that, if if you if you don't know much about the business and the website mm. doesn't give you much information, call the company and ask to speak to you know the hiring person and ask them some questions because you'll they'll then remember you because you've given you given them your name and you've yeah. asked questions and like oh this person's interested in this they want to yeah. know more yeah because yeah. it's like the effort that you've put in um, into mm-hmm. knowing more about them um, do you have questions that you like to ask when you do the Me. thing yeah um it depends hmm. on the job so for like my when I've gone for psychology type roles and they ask me what are some questions I always ask like what is the balance like in this work like do we get to do activities as a team mm-hmm. and if they say no I go oh, I've got this really cool thing that I used to do at my previous work, which was the three at three. So at three o'clock, we had three minutes of fun. Can we implement this here? Yeah. It's always called me a job. (laughs) Because they're like, oh, you're fun. You're going to bring the team connection. This is awesome. Let's do this. I always ask, um, like, so they go, do you have any questions? Yeah, yeah. Um, First of all, (laughs) your office looks great. You know, yes. I could really imagine myself compliment here. them, uh, compliment yeah. them, like they swept the floor that day. And then yeah. I asked them, so tell me about the culture. Mm-hmm. What is it like working here and what has it been like for you? Yes. What's your favorite thing about this job? Oh, things like that. Then they go, I've been here 20 years. Oh. Then you just react like, oh, impressive. So they yeah. must like something. So anticipate that answer. That, oh, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the people are great. And depending, your recruiter would say what type of industry and obviously the job ad would say as well. Um, mm-hmm. Find questions that are around that. So if it's tech and innovation, yeah. obviously, you know, mm-hmm. what are, if it's, you know, if they can disclose, what are the current projects that they are working on to mm-hmm. innovate, whatever. If it's health, you know, mm-hmm. like what are anything, any questions that surround health? Yeah. So just, just kind of like, it's not, it's not just you want to know. It also leaves an you know, impression that are you interested? Yeah. 100%. Then, yeah. So it's, it's a good kind of like little ammo. Um, mm-hmm. You can make the questions general, yeah. obviously, because that's that doesn't hurt, and it's an umbrella over a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I like to ask culture. Like your example is brilliant. Yeah, don't ask about the money. Don't ask about the money. Don't ask about four p.m. Friday drinks. Yeah. Oh, what do you do on Friday afternoons at four? Yeah. They will tell you that when you ask. Mm-hmm about the culture the environment yeah the other thing is though with that money piece make sure like do a bit of research as to what the average salary is or pay or commission 
um because they do i don't know but i'm assuming for you too isabel there's been jobs where i'm like where they ask the question and how much do you think you should be paid for this role hmm. and you're gonna want a number there that you can throw out yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. otherwise they're, no, they're going to know that you haven't done your research to know yeah. what the average is. Yeah, so yeah. they're, um, yeah, as always, Google, um, mm-hmm. ask like the industry standard for a particular role in admin, this, you know, tiers. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously, there is an industry standard guide as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other nitty gritty stuff to ask if they, Ask if mm-hmm. your super is going to be, um, like, what your super annuation is going to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well um, and who the super is with, mm-hmm. things like that. I know it's kind of like a you know, boring question, but mm-hmm. because this is your job, they'll pay you and they pay your super. And with mm-hmm. your superannuation comes insurance, automatic. So then the first day that you're there you have this insurance suddenly that's like a death in tpd is five hundred thousand, for example or a million and that's automatic mm-hmm. you don't need to apply for it but you're paying for it so mm-hmm. is that cover does that suit your life like i know that there's a defense one but you as yes. a spouse you're working um like does that cover like suit you or you might as well just opt out of that opt out paying extra where that extra bit instead of paying for the premiums is going to go into your super account and then you find insurance somewhere else Mm -hmm. those things so Mm -hmm. it's also good to like ask where who do you contribute superannuation to it's kind of like well it's your money at the end of the day right yeah the other thing, like, um, I guess that's also you showing your previous work experience. <laughs> well. Remember those days? I remember I was like, go downstairs and you guys are waiting for me. Because we had to go to the SSNA club after I talk about superannuation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, going mm-hmm. back to our topic with the job interview things, mm-hmm. it took a long time. Now, it was, it was horrible. And... Mm. Having no license, that was, well, I coming from the city. Maybe. Yeah. Like, it was... Yeah, and there wasn't much public transport mm. there either at yeah. that time. Like, it, it's definitely picked up now. Yeah. But back then, in 2010, there wasn't much public yeah, what, transport. Did we move there in, I'm trying to recall, August? Yeah. So, August... Mm-hmm. So I didn't work August, September. I didn't work till like October, November or something. Yeah. And then I think I was still looking for a job. I, I know I did some con like temping type work. Yeah. Yeah. And that wasn't the best experience. Yeah. I guess one thing that I remember is just learning very quickly how um, – like how to find a good workplace composed like compared to a bad workplace. Yeah, well contrast. Yeah. It was waiting to get a role in whatever role mm-hmm. was horrendous. And the job thing, it was harder because I didn't have a license. Mm-hmm. I was working in Smackbang middle of Sydney. Who drives there? No one. Yeah. 
So my lifestyle had to adjust as well. So mm-hmm. what I used to do was call a cab from my house mm-hmm. to the Wodonga Library, where there are buses yeah. there, yeah. and they go into the city. Uh, not in the city, like into Albury. And then in the afternoon, sometimes I'd get picked up because mm-hmm. they finish rather early. But yeah, it was like the taxi made so much money. Yeah, definitely. That would have been such a, like, you're working, but, but then you're paying money for the taxi. I know. And there was no childcare, like, well, back then. Well, there was no child. So. I was about to say, who was <laughs> putting into childcare, Jake? It's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> me. No, but it was like, <laughs> it was just such a logistic thing. So mm-hmm. no one thinks about, like, you had to change your lifestyle, obviously. Coming mm-hmm. from working in a city and then you move to a country town, which a lot of um, defense bases are on, like mm-hmm. situated in little towns. So you had to adjust how you live, how you, how you get around. Yeah. You know? Obviously, I solved that problem on the day of the Vanilla Ice concert. <laughs> yes. But that was like a wake up call that... Because I would just catch a train from wherever we were living and or the bus. And then mm-hmm. I jump off and walk a little bit. And I am in Darling Harbour. But then you had to change your lifestyle and how you move. And your just overall thing when you go into... Same applies for when you leave. Yeah. The, the defense life. Yeah. Adjust yourself again. Definitely. But you can, you can adjust. Yes. Because the thing is, like... You go through so many transitions through that defense life anyway. Yes. Like every time you uproot and move to a new location, that is a transition. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's kind of like, like we said at the start of this podcast, you live so mm-hmm. many different lives. You have your yeah, civil life and you go into the defense life. You are just mm-hmm. there and you get out again. And you're just there. Mm-hmm. Then you have a family. It's like it's all those motions. Um, but that's the same thing as when you go out and find a role wherever you're mm-hmm. posted. You adjust yourself to fit that role. You adjust your yeah. lifestyle so you can get to that job and adjust your words, adjust your pres- how you present yourself. Because mm-hmm. the end goal is, well, when we were young, it was partying. So we could... <laughs> pay for yucky ass pizza um yes yes and udls (laughs) but we have learned Mm -hmm. and over time you learn all these skills and build that resume because the if you've stayed in the defense force for so many years and seeing (laughs) that you have a good track record of employment or you know starting a business or anything there but Mm -hmm. you've built this kind of like a a positive rap sheet for yourself it it gets easier yeah and at the end of the day it's just a part of of your life right yeah it's a chapter Mm, it's just a chapter was yeah yeah it was one of the best parts of mine i mean hanging Mm. out with you guys and i think we just visited kmart or spotlight yes all the time deck out our houses things we think we didn't but best it was one of you know Mm. it was a positive experience and then we all grew up very quickly very quickly like (laughs) 
<laughs> like as if someone had a big stick and grow up quick, grow up quick. And then every time, this is what I remember, every time a parent would visit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we'd oh, all get so excited. We'd all get so excited because, you know, the parents would either cook or mm-hmm. when, when they'd leave, I become the parent. But then when someone's parents are there, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to be having like home-cooked meals or like tag along for dinner and like, yeah. you know, be that kid again for just that short time. And then when they leave, huh, we are now adults again. Adults <laughs> again, where we have to fend for ourselves. <laughs> Back to spotlight. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was. It definitely was. Very so good. I think I think we covered everything in terms of oh. the interviews and stuff. Yes. Do you think? Yeah. Yes, yes. And as a resource, you know, um, <laughs> the internet like YouTube is a great um, upskilling yeah. tool as well. You can be so specific looking for things like how to interview in for an admin role, how to interview in a fa- in fashion roles, how to interview in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, um, even APS, like the uh, government job roles, they've got yes. some really good resources that you can Google for that as well, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Because it's very common. To yeah. go to an APS role after defense. Yeah. Yeah. And when getting into a new um, area, like a new town, for example, a new city, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you've moved, you do something different. Mm-hmm. If you work in this particular industry and move to this new town, you could still work in the industry. Just, you know, mm-hmm. not like stay positive, but do the actions. Action yeah. creates motivation do the mm-hmm. actions find those roles yeah you you network will be there too. yeah network oh, yeah. too like talk to other like spouses that have been there for longer <laughs> like i don't know how many times i've seen on like your defense facebook pages hey i'm moving out of location and my employers put up the job role reach out mm-hmm. to me and i'll put in a good word for you like yeah yeah it happens all the time and do that yeah. take them up on yeah. it yeah and go like you know slide into dms Um, (laughs) and if if you've been posted a few times you would have built that network Mm -hmm. reach out to them and say like hey i'm going into this we're going to be posted Mm -hmm. places like if you're posted at inogra you know ambly for example Mm -hmm. it's it's brisbane there's so many like people to connect to connect with there's also if you have kids um, mm-hmm. On base, they have the mum, um, some mother's oh, group. groups. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's a good network to kind of like, you just need people, just surround yourself with people. Um, mm-hmm. Or else you'll end up just buying things that you have to pack in the next posting. Yes. <laughs> but not only for the spouses too, but also for the members, like broaden yeah. your network of people that you're talking to because like when you leave if you've got other people who are civilians outside of defense it will help you with that network of finding jobs as well yeah 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 it's um it's like a you get all like a lego block thing Mm. yeah i Mm -hmm. always saw it as like this lego block thing that you get the blue lego from here and you get a different color here and you kind of like just build that and there's of course these days as long as you add them on your socials, on your LinkedIn, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
if you want to be bold, start an email list while you're in defense. You know, hey, yep. make and just grab your email just one day, just in case, you know. Or I'm looking at transi- transitioning out in like two years or mm-hmm. in eighteen months. Can I grab your email? I might reach out to you mm-hmm. and tell you where I'm at. Just talk yeah. to a few people. Grab those emails. Next thing you know, you have two hundred. Send an email mm-hmm. out that you're leaving. Hey, yeah, I you will never be know what you'll get job. from it. Yeah. It's a simple little email. We get emails all the time for stuff mm-hmm. we don't need. Well, discount code, discount codes, yes, but you know. Yeah, and sales. Of course, and sales. Yeah, yeah, but but yes, <laughs> I do yeah. think we have covered it all. But do your own research. That's one. Yes, do your own research. Make sure you research the job that you're going into. I think that's a really important one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just show up and be like, I don't know what this job is. I'm sorry. Don't apply for a job that you don't think, you know, you have no experience with. And expect that they teach you when you start there. No, it doesn't work like that. But if you want to, in in the um, space of upskilling, because you can list that under your skills, not under your experience. Mm-hmm. So in terms of upskilling, I mean, there's online learning tools that you can use from mm-hmm. Skillshare, Udemy, even Google has yeah. Google University. So yeah. get get those knowing how to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's good to have that PD type element when I say PD, professional development type (laughs) element to your resume as well, because there are courses that will benefit what you're doing um, or what job you're going into. Always. Always. And it can be left to field and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, if it's a no, it's not a no, it's a next one. (laughs) Yeah. Take it, learn from that experience and you know, reflect on what you've done well and use that and the things that you haven't done well on, critique it. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. better. Practice yeah. those parts so that you can do better yeah. for the next interview. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not luck, guys. It's work. Yeah. You have to yeah. work hard. Yeah. But it's okay. If you get into that interview, though, and they're not a good fit or you don't feel comfortable... Yeah. Remember, you don't actually have to say yes to the job if they offer it to you. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know. This is like just to sum everything up, mm. I think, from this whole thing. It's like, yeah, it's a job. I know it contributes to, of course, the financial health of your family, but it doesn't mean you put yourself there where you suffer, where you're uncomfortable, <laughs> where you're unsafe. Never put the job in front of you. It's it's money, yes, but you, you can't do that to yourself because then if you're doing that to yourself, you're doing that to your family, to your community and all that. Mm-hmm. It's just a job. Find somewhere where you're safe, where you're valued, where your skills mm-hmm. and your talents are used. And you're, you know, I understand the whole posting thing, but you have to put yourself first and foremost safety sanity Mm -hmm. you don't want to fall into this vortex you know no 
No. And you do need to make sure that you're looking after your mental health while you're doing it as well. Yes. Let's take it from Nelly. <laughs> like, but you do. You do yeah. because if, if you're in a if you're in a workplace that is, you know, not giving you a lot of flexibility or is too mm. structured at times, yeah. that may not be the right fit for you. Yeah. Or yeah, if yeah. you've got a small family and you're not allowed to take leave, that's not gonna work. No. No, it's it's Kids get you. Sick. Yeah, you come first. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. You're finding a job that is a good fit for you and your family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's only a job. I like this. Hmm. Thank you. I love this. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> listening to today's episode i hope you have enjoyed listening if you are not already you can follow us on facebook and instagram i have linked the show notes in the description for you if you would like to come on the podcast jump into my dms and let's have a chat i love sharing your knowledge with others but also chatting about your transitions if you like this podcast it really helps if you leave a review or share it with your friends and loved ones in the community I look forward to chatting to you all next time, but until then, I hope you all have a wonderful day.